The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Heat check. We talk about an NBA player who has lost more than Dennis Schroeder in the last six months. $20 billion. We dig into the Montrez Harold dennis Schroeder beef. Yes, there was beef. And we break down, I hate to say it and I hate to continue to say it, but we break down why, why Zion is fat. What that means for the future of the Pelicans and why I'm saying it again now. And it has to do with one of his former teammates coming out and speaking truth bombs. Brock, drop that beat. Here's a little trivia question for you. What NBA player has lost the most money in the past calendar year? It's Dennis Schroeder, isn't it? I'm not great at trivia, but it's like, that's the one that comes to mind. That has to be, right? Nobody has taken more public shit for losing, fumbling the bag, as it were, in the offseason, more than him. He did, as you remember, turn down $84 million over four years. He was like, I remember one of the first videos that I had that went viral was, what the fuck? Who the fuck does Dennis Schroeder think he is? Like, how do you say, somebody says, hey, Dennis, we'll pay you four years, $84 million, and you go, instead of saying, yes, thank you, you say, mm, I think I'm worth 87 Like, you're really going to go to the mattresses for $3 million, and you fumbled it. And now, and now you get $5.9 million qualifying offer from the Boston Celtics. Like, let's face it, losing seventy-five over $75 million in a year? Is a lot of money to lose. That is, that is a lot of money. I mean, I can't even imagine how many nights I would stay up and and spend that money that I don't have. But turns out it's not the most. That's not the Hassan Whiteside type of money. Like no one, it turns out, has lost more money than Hassan Whiteside, seven foot rim protector, and like. Most people reference how much money Hassan Whiteside has lost in this way. From 2019 to 20, he was overpaid and bad. Magically, he hit the lottery in 2016 in that free agency boon when everybody got paid and he was making $25 million that season. I mean, come on now. He was terrible. He was terrible. We took him on because we wanted to get rid of Evan Turner and like, fine, he's better than Evan Turner. And people were like, wow. Because, you know, 
he was hidden in Miami and nobody was talking about it. But like once he went to Portland, people were like, wow, Hassan Whiteside is really terrible. <laughs> he's really bad. And he's getting paid a lot of money. And then his free agency came and so did the reckoning. <laughs> I saw Whiteside went from making $25 million a year to $2 million a year. He's making the veteran minimum now. Quite quite a, a, a demotion? Yeah, he was getting DNPs as well in Sacramento. But that's not even what I'm talking about. It seems Hassan Whiteside, like a lot of youngsters, have been interested in crypto. Probably microdosing as well. And he just happened to buy, I don't know how, $30,000 of a new shit coin. That's what they're called. These ones are called shit coins called Shiba Inu, which is not even the Doge coin. That's, not, that's the shit coin version of the shit coin of Dogecoin. So when the majority of crypto is like worthless, and he bought it probably for like one hundredth of one cent. And and then he just took a flyer on it because he's got, yeah, he's been sitting on a lot of money for making $25 million for four years. Last week, Morning Brew tweeted this out. If you would have bought $8,000 worth of Sheba in August of last year, that $8,000 would be worth five. $0.7 billion. I've got 8000 laying around. My 401k, whatever. I could have taken an early withdrawal and paid the... T- Hassan Whiteside had some money in there. And he took it out early. He sold his crypto wallet of Sheba before he could realize a single cent of profit. The investment that he had in Sheba would now be worth $21.4 billion with a B. If Hassan Whiteside had the patience, they call that that skill diamond hands. Holding on to a stock for the long term or the crypto or whatever, diamond hands. But it turns out, He has paper hands, which means as soon as the going gets tough or you get a little scared, you sell. What is the lesson here? Probably invest in crypto. (laughs) Probably Hassan Whiteside is still a millionaire regardless. But he told reporters, yo, I'm sick. I mean, listen, if Dennis Schroeder is staying up late nights and not sleeping because he's thinking about losing $75 could you imagine 30, you could have 21, and we know Hassan Whiteside doesn't want to play basketball. We've seen him out there. He has no urgency on the court. He would rather be sitting on a beach chilling versus being a rim protector, doing the dirty work, getting rebounds, chasing loose balls. $22 billion after a shit coin named after a Shiba Inu just because some random Wall Street bros were like, I like Shibas. I'm going to make a shit coin. And as a joke, and some random kids on Reddit ran the price up. 
Wow. Just today, though, Mark Cuban came out against these shit coins. He said, investing large sums of money in crypto like Dogecoin in Shiba, Shiba is dangerous. You could lose all your money. And that is how you know Mark Cuban has invested in crypto. <laughs> that is how you know he's invested in Shiba and Doge and Inu and Akita, any of the like Japanese styled animal bitcoins. Because when a billionaire advises you to not invest in something that could possibly turn you into a billionaire, that's how you know not to listen. Akita, buy it! Oh man, I'm sick for for Hassan Whiteside. I really I'm taking my belt for I beg for help. Foolish pride is what held me together through the years I wasn't felt, which is why I ain't never played myself. I just played a hand I'm dealt. I can't say I've never knelt before God and asked for better cause. It's time to know a bell. But I never sat back feeling sorry for myself. If you don't give me heaven, I raise hell. Patrick Beverly once told Adrian Wojnarowski that when Trez was on his team in L.A. for the Clippers, that he would legitimately, in an octagon, devour Anthony Davis. That's how much of a, like, thug, in that kind of a way, Montrez Harrell is. Let me just preface this story with that. And also say that Dennis Schroeder is fucking trash. We know that. He is not only trash, he thinks he is good. The Lakers, I mean, the Lakers left him by the dumpster. Saw And then the Celtics came by, and they were moving in, and they looked in the loading dock, and they were like, yo, look at this point guard over here. Ah, I could use one of these, I, especially when I don't have to really pay. Dennis Schroeder is like the random West Elm chandelier I found this weekend in the loading dock. Like, I, am I going to pay full price for it? Fuck no. Will I use it? I mean, might as well just take a flyer on it. What if it works? What if it's great fit? What if it changes the aesthetics of my room? So don't get mad at me for calling Dennis Schroeder the discarded chandelier in the loading dock. That you don't really, I mean, you need it. You need lighting. But don't get mad at me. It's not my quote. Montrez Harrell played on the Lakers with Schroeder last year. And you knew that lot roster later had turmoil. They all came out and said that they didn't get along and everything centered around Dennis Schroeder wanting to be a starter and really he made his living as a six-man and Trez also made his living by a six-man. It was like some six-man beef going on. And, you know, Dennis Schroeder never passed to Anthony Davis. I mean, that's kind of something important to do. And he chucked all game long, pretty much all season long. Didn't play great defense. And he thought he was as good as LeBron, right? Like he, and, and Trez... Not only hated the Lakers, but he particularly hated Dennis Schroeder. And at one point, Trez said something like, the worst thing in the world is wasted time because the Lakers were giving him DMPs while Schroeder was just out here getting $84 million offers from the Lakers. And there also was some like Instagram exchange on Mother's Day last year when Trez put out a, um, like a memorial for his grandma on Mother's Day, miss you so hard. You know, all the things that you say when you're missing someone. And Dennis Schroeder on Instagram commented, that's tough, T-U-F-F, fire emoji, 100 emoji, 
excuse me, Dennis Schroeder, what the fuck? This isn't a dunk highlight. This is a memorial on Mother's Day for Trez's grandma. It's like, fuck Dennis Schroeder, right? So not only is Dennis Schroeder garbage, discarded, picked up by another franchise that thinks he's amazing, thinks he's worth fucking $2 million more than you're worth, more than that, as a chandelier. He's like nothing worse than a low-key garbage player that thinks they're good. So this is what happened this week. The Wizards, Trez, new team, played the Celtics, Dennis Schroeder's new team. First time they've seen each other on the court since they were teammates. No big deal, right? Just another game. Well, at one point in the game, Montrez Harrell found himself in the low post getting guarded by Dennis Schroeder. He spun inside and dunked so hard it literally knocked the headband off of Dennis Schroeder's head. And what he did after the fact was delicious. He stared down Dennis backpedaled, showed off his grill, because, you know, and he said, you're trash, you're fucking trash, at Dennis Schroeder. If you look at the exchange, it was amazing. And you're like, oh, when was that? And the game was like late in the fourth quarter, heated moment, like right when they're maybe double overtime, like one of those. It was six minutes into the first quarter. I mean, Dennis Schroeder's going to get a lot of shit from fans this year. He went on IG with his girlfriend, standing in front of his uh, fleet of luxury cars he probably doesn't even own, uh, and said he's not really upset with him, quote-unquote, fumbling the bag and all that cash. Like, no one believes you. No one. Like, no one would not feel badly about that. Like, no human being would be like, well, I only I do make $6 million. I could have made $23 million, but I make six. I just cannot wait for the rest of the former Lakers who are now on new teams, disgruntled with Dennis Schroeder, to meet up with him. I just like Andre Drummond, Philadelphia 76er, literally squashes Dennis Schroeder like a bug. That'll happen. This is the ultimate this week. This week! I come from the bottom, but now I'm mad fly They say I'm a menace, that's the picture they paint They say a lot about me, let me tell you what I ain't Hey, 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 hey They say a lot about me, let me tell you what I ain't Say hello to the bad guy, why am I a bad guy? Because I am the only one that says the truth in an unvarnished fashion when no one wants to say it Why don't people want to admit the truth? Like, why is it that people bang me for things that are so fucking obvious? Like, it's just, I'm just, see it, observe it, say it, say, hey, this is possibly an issue. Like, if you're a mobile point forward with incredible athleticism, torque, skill, and you're constantly 60 pounds overweight... Why is it not acceptable to say, or even encouraged to say, hey, Zion, bro, love you, but you're fucking too fat. Like, you are fat. You're not in shape. You're, you should be smaller for this job description. What's that movie? Um, With Kristen, uh, what's her name? Knocked Up, you know what I'm saying? This is what the Pelicans should be saying to Zion. 
most immediately. There's going to be some things that you're going to be able to get that okay. other people in the office don't get. One of them, gym membership. Hey, you want me to lose weight? <laughs> I don't want you to lose weight. No, uh, we can't legally ask you to do that. We didn't say lose no. weight. I might say tighten. Tight. A little tighter. Just like toned and smaller. Don't make everything smaller. I don't want to generalize that way. Tighter. We don't want you to lose weight. We just want you to be healthy. Okay. You know, by, by eating less. We would just like it if you go home and step on a scale and write down how much you weigh and subtract it by like 20. 20. And then weigh that much. And then weigh that much. Like, Zion, your health is in danger. This is not a controversial statement. Your employment status in danger. The future of our franchise because of you. Well, I mean, in us, but because of you in this particular case is in danger. What do we need to do to help you, Zion, to get you tighter, to get you closer to where you were at Duke when we drafted you? Like, do you need a private chef? Like, can we get you a psychologist to help you find new ways to cope of the reality of being alone and just rehabbing alone and not playing basketball and just instead instead of eating your feelings? Like, is there another way you can get through all of this to get onto the court? Like, because here's the thing that people get lost in this. I and we as a collective want to see Zion ball out. Like, I want to see Zion do Zion things. Like, I want to see the second coming of LeBron James. Like, I don't want Zion to be fucking the poster child for what you do when you eat too much and don't work out. Like, I don't want to be like, hey, hey, son, don't look like that. I want and love to see Zion working on his baseline jumper with Teresa Witherspoon. Like, I love that he's adding to his bag. I, I root for lefties. Like, I love southpaws. I love how unstoppable he is that he can break out of his own shoes. But he can't play basketball if he's not healthy. And here's the truth. You're never going to be healthy if you're fat. (laughs) Zion Williamson is fat. Let me say it again. Zion Williamson is fat. He is. He continues to get injured because he's fat. The franchise player that you have on your team that you root for has either been out of shape, a.k.a. fat, or injured for the entirety of his career. And now everyone protects him because he has averaged 28 points a game when he plays. But those are very small moments in time of electricity, lightning in the bottle. And somehow, for that reason, and because he's a very nice guy and he's got a special needs brother, See, again, that is one of the things people don't want to say. Zion has a great story, and he's a nice guy, and he's got all kinds of things that make you feel warm and fuzzy about him, but they don't make him immune from criticism. And I've been saying this over and over, all year, basically since he's been drafted and been injured, and I've been getting murdered for it. Like, they have been coming after me online. Trista, why would you say such things about Zion? He's a, he's a monster. He is a monster. 
monsters need to be 260. They don't need to be 400 pounds. Like, at that point, he's a sloth. Like, he is not a monster anymore. Go catch me, monster. You are fucking fat, monster. That's the thing. But thank God. Thank, finally. Thank fucking God that someone with more credibility than me is saying the exact same thing as me. Thank you, baby Jesus, because... I am not the only one out here dropping truth bombs, and I can say, well, so-and-so said it too. Former Pelican J.J. Reddick finally said it. Former teammate J.J. Reddick. Not just former teammate, a guy Zion loved so much that when the Pels fucked him over, he lost his goddamn mind. That guy, who's that tight with Zion, I mean, these guys share an agent. That guy said the Pelicans should be concerned about this shit. This is what he said. Of course, I would be worried just in general about Zion, given his injury history. There's certainly a lot more at play here than whether he ends up leaving the Pelicans in five years or four years or whatever it is. Zion has to be in better shape. Eric? Excuse me? Did J.J. Reddick just say that? Zion has to be in better shape. That's not a secret. I think it's been a secret. I think it's been an an open secret. And he's got to get healthy. I think if Zion's on the court with Brandon Ingram and the young nucleus they have, there's a lot to be excited about if I was a Pelicans fan. But in general, yes, I would be worried. Thank you! Excuse me? Someone else finally said it. I felt like I was taking crazy pills. I really did. I could literally, I can't, but I want to. It's like when, so imagine you're in a truck, right? In a big semi-truck, and you see out in the horizon a cliff. How often are you going to mention that there's a cliff in front of there? Pretty much until someone stops driving towards said cliff, right? So I see every week Zion is not healthy. Zion is still fat. Zion is getting fatter by the moment. I feel like I am on Zion Fat Weight Watchers. Like, listen, is he? Does he look like he? He looks like he's three eighty five right now. Like I am watching him continue to miss time, not rehab properly, come back too fast, eat his feelings, which then causes him to get injured, miss time, not rehab properly, get sad, eat his feelings, gain more weight. Zion at this point at this rate, just might end up being 400 pounds. Like, truthfully, he might end up being one of those guys where you see him. There was a, an NBA player who flamed out of the league, nicknamed Biggie, uh, the, the Blazers draft. I forget his name. And he struggled with weight his whole life. Obviously, Zion's been struggling with weight his whole, entire life. And he got lean, got into play, was a Portland Trailblazer, flamed out of the league, and now if you see him, he is fucking morbidly obese. That could easily be Zion if he is not on his shit, truthfully. And that is fucking sad. But also, knowing that J.J. Reddick said that, that feels like sweet, the sweet taste of vindication and I love nothing more than knowing solidly because I've got a good bit of introspection like am I tripping about this like because nobody else everybody's telling me I'm insane 
but it feels like he's fat. This feels like the first time after an entire season of being ridiculed and trolled and whatever that the world said everything that I said six months ago about Ben Simmons, where everyone comes to this collective consciousness that, oh, my God, this is fucking awful. This guy doesn't shoot. He's a mental head case, blah, 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 blah. Like, this is exactly what I've been saying. And now at that point, I'm like, well, thank God some people come around. Like, it's, this is old news. What? You're just getting to this? I've been talking about this since January 2017. <laughs> Prediction time, folks. All of this to say... Prediction time, November 1st, I have a new theory about the upcoming storylines of the NBA offseason. You know how Ben dominated the NBA news for the entire offseason this last offseason? This offseason, it will be all about Zion. And not in a good way. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. Don't forget to give us a follow at, at Trista Crick and at This Heat Check on TikTok. Download, subscribe, and give us a rating on Spotify and Apple. 